When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Australian cricket coach Andrew McDonald due to dial in very, very shortly, Hills. Um, you've been impressed, I, I, I know. You, you, you speak quite fondly of him. Hey, Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie, yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. He's really got uh, close, even rela- relationships and playing relationships with, you know, some senior players in that team, and I think he'll get the best out of them, you know. But also empower them to mm. to sort of get the job done, uh, and that's why I don't want to underplay the job Langer did. Uh, Justin Langer got us back on the rails, and they needed to be pulled into line, you know, not empowered. He pulled them back into line and got them ready for Ronnie. Yeah, I mean. All you read about uh, the man we're about to chat to is uh, he's a wonderful people manager. I think we've got him on the line now, the, the head coach of the Australian cricket team, which, as we well know, is uh, uh, one of the toughest and one of the most prestigious jobs in, uh, in Australian sport. Andrew McDonald, very good morning to you. Morning, gents. How are we? Very well. Um, Ronnie, are you on Townsville time already, mate, just a touch late? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, Townsville time. Beautiful weather up your heels. Heading from the south up here. What a wonderful time of the year to be up here. Yeah, it is a good time. <laughs> hey, we, we were just talking. You did come in after a time of upheaval with the exit of Justin Langer. Um, but you've you've quickly made your imprint, I think. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was less than ideal. It's been well documented what happened at the, the end of last summer. But um, the team was in a good place. And, um, yeah, we, I mean, we had a, a tough tour of Pakistan to start the, the proceedings. And, um yeah, did an incredible job there, and then on to Sri Lanka. So we've had a couple of tough series where we've um, held our own in the subcontinent, which is which is rare for Australian teams to do that. So really proud of the way that the boys have gone about it. But um, not only the way that they've performed and executed their skills, but the way they've gone about it as a group as well. I think it's been really, really impressive. Yeah, tough tours are good, eh? That, like we we can't go around the world playing the easy stuff, and it's going to make us better cricketers. Um, congratulations, mate, on. The, the decision to leave prize money in Sri Lanka, it might have been a decision of the players, not so much yourself, but, but congratulations. That I just loved the Sri Lankan people's gratitude for you touring there. It, it must have been nice feeling over there in tough times. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, it was tough times, and um, I think they really appreciated um, yeah, our commitment to tour in those difficult circumstances, and, and that played out after the fifth one-day international um, where the crowd dressed up in total yellow. Yes. And was basically supporting us, which was really, really rare um, and, and sort of a funny feeling. But um, after the game, Finchie got the lads and, and went for a, a lap to thank them. And um, he did it in a really respectful way, um, not to obviously encroach on the celebration. Sri Lanka won that series 3 2, uh, the one day series that was. And um, yeah, the way that Finchie went around and said thank you and the fans said thank you back, it was, um, it was, a, it was a moment. It was a, it was a moment in time that I think everyone will remember that who was there in that stadium. Yeah, and that's right. And the, the prize money wasn't inconsiderable. It's up near 50 grand that they've sent back to Sri Lanka, which is fantastic. Would you do the lot, Andrew? I just said to Heels, like, you know, you're about to kick off uh, in Townsville. Are, are you intending to do everything as coach of this side or would you leave some of the work to, to someone else, a little bit of the touring occasionally? 
Yeah, no, we'll share it around. So that was part of um, the discussions um, when taking the job. Was uh, it's probably not a job for one person, um, as we've seen with the FTP that landed about a month ago. It's it's crammed full, and um, yeah, I mean, we talk about balance with players and making sure that they're in a good space when they come on tours, and it's equally as important for staff. And if we're not at our best when we come into these environments, and it's only going to detract from what we're trying to achieve. And um, I think that's something that we need to consider. And we're considering that, and we've got some really good. Um, assistant coaches and Daniel Vittori uh, and Michael DiVanito and Andre Borovic that can step up at any time that's needed. So we've done a little bit of planning around that. Um, there's clearly some really big priorities coming up in terms of World Cups and, and, and every test match to us is a priority. Um, but there's some other tours where we feel as though that we can potentially share the workload and, and, and just make sure that we're at our best come those priority times. Yeah, the FTP, which you just threw in there, is the Future Tours program. What what are the biggest, um, you know, periods of cricket or biggest tours that are that are in there that you're looking forward to? Yeah, sort of in the next 12 months, it's really important at the moment. We've got these six one days, which really ties nicely into the 2023 World Cup, which um, is at the start of the Indian summer next year and that October-November period. So that's that's one key one. But we've also got the home T20 World Cup coming up, which is a which is a big one. We get the first uh, opportunity to defend the title. It's the first time that we've won the T20 title. We've had a you know, really great record and proud record in one day international cricket, but our T20 stuff hadn't been near where we probably wanted to be. And, and last year we were able to achieve that, or this year we were able to achieve that ultimate um, in terms of taking out the T20 World Cup. And, and then we've got the Test Series against the West Indies and South Africa, and then off to India, which you know I think um, even in your time, Hills, it's always been classified the sort of final frontier and the greatest challenge for, for any Australian team. Um, so we're looking forward to that. But first and foremost, we've got that, um, you know, the series, the home series against the West Indies and, and South Africa, who, who, mind you, looking at them the other night, looking pretty good, Nick. So yes. um, we're looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty confident in there. Quick quick bowlers, aren't they? Um, you know, India, India was always the last frontier for us and our generations, but the wickets were a lot better than they are now. Gee, there's some unfair wickets getting produced by India. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, it's up to the individual ground ground staff oh. to share the wicket space for that time. But um, look, we um, you know, we had an extreme wicket in Sri Lanka as well at, at Gaul there, where I think the key thing is any time that you get presented with those extreme types of conditions is you really just embrace. Um, you know that it's not going to be easy. You've just got to have a clear plan and, uh, and method as an individual to go about your work. And I think we won't get too many wickets that are more extreme than that Gaul wicket that presented for the test match, our first test match in Sri Lanka. So... We feel as though through Pakistan, where the wickets were a bit flatter, um, you know, it was a lot longer grind and it was a bit of it was attritional cricket, plus that accelerated game in Sri Lanka, which was an extreme on the other end. We feel as though that that sort of prepares us well for whatever may, may confront us in India. Uh, it's a good call. Um, that, the, you know, uh, Pakistan, that, the, the way you had to play cricket in Pakistan uh, and make some big decisions to go for it now or to declare now, et cetera, et cetera, is the way you had to play in India, who were masterful in those conditions. But, you know, when a ball starts jumping over your head or scooting through uh, foot height on the first day, that that's what I'm sort of saying is no good. Um, what about Ashes? Ashes in this Future Tours program? We've got the Ashes this time next year and uh, and then they're back to Australia as well. Yeah, you mentioned oh, I left out the Ashes. It's probably because I'm not looking too far past yeah, the that's Indian right. Test. <laughs> but yeah, it, it keeps coming. So there's, there's wonderful opportunity for this playing group um, with key series you know, coming up pretty much every 12 months. And, and that's the nature of the Future Tours program. But the Ashes, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that on the back of what England have been able to achieve um, in their home summer. Um, you know, they've obviously turned it around really, really quick, quickly over there uh, under Ben Stokes. So they've had a change in attitude in the way that they play um, mm. compared to what they 
they dished up here in Australia. But um, in saying that, I think, you know, any team that comes to Australia, it's a difficult uh, tour. And, and when you get off to a slow start, it's hard to come back. And I thought that the way that, that we played in particular in, in that tour was impressive as well, the way that we didn't allow England to get into that series at all and were able to shut the gate pretty quickly after the third test match, which was, which was impressive as yeah. well. Hey, we talk about a little bit of upheaval going on before you took over the role. Uh, so too your test skipper. Uh, there was a lot of upheaval into that. How has he stepped into that role for you? Oh, Pat's been, been incredible. Um, so I think there was a little bit of sort of planning going on in the background, obviously with Tim Payne and, and his age profile suggested that he wasn't going to go on forever. So um, there was always some discussions with, with, around our vice captains and, and who potentially might um, step up and, and fill that role. But it, it comes sooner than we expected, um, and which which always throws things into a bit of chaos. But the, the way that he was able to settle himself and the team um, and embark upon his um, captaincy, um, was yeah was a great achievement in itself, um, and, and just gives, gave us that calming sort of influence in amongst all of that chaos in terms of losing deal. Uh, you talked about uh, the T20 World Cup defence, mate. It's the hardest trophy to win. Is trying to defend it at home uh, daunting or exciting? Yeah, as you said, it's, it's very difficult to get a, a form line on on anything to do with T20. It's it's so volatile, so. We sort of see, you know, the T20 World Cup, the first part of that is to, to qualify for the semifinals, to get in the, those last four, um, and then anything can happen from there. And that was our attitude in the UAE um, in the last T20 World Cup. We understand that the game uh, can shift so incredibly quick, quickly one way or another, and one person literally can um, be the undoing of a team. Um, so if one person gets on on a bit of a hot streak within a game, it, it can shift it um, away from where the game is potentially going. So we understand the nature of T20. You've got to be you know, well-planned um, and meticulous in your execution of, of everything. So we'll go about our planning and prep the way that we usually do, but understanding that we've got to ride those ups and downs, which are more extreme in that format than others. So yeah, the ability to calm yourself uh, under extreme pressure, um, you know, making sure that you get your selections right as well. I think that P20 challenges your team balance um, depending on your opponent, the surfaces and the venues and those types of yeah. things as well. So making sure that we get all that right um, leading in. But, yeah, it's a, it's a volatile game, but um, it's an exciting game to, to watch um, because it does really even up all the teams, um, whereas I think test cricket strung out over five days, you can work your way into games, you work your way back into games. And generally speaking, the better team wins um, most test matches. But T20, is, yeah, it, it can throw up the odd result here or there. So you've got to be on your game the whole time. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, I know you've got commitments. You're, what are you, heading to training or something now? <laughs> and and we don't want to hold you off. We don't want to make you late for the bus. No, no, it's not. A, I've, I've done that a couple of times in my career. So we don't want to, we don't want to repeat those efforts. But uh, thanks for your time, Jess. <laughs> All right, yeah. Andrew, Good on you, Ronnie. Really appreciate it. There's a, a, Australia's head cricket coach, Andrew McDonald, And uh, it all starts Sunday against Zimbabwe in town. Oh, yeah, Zimbabwe have got some quicks too. They've had some recent success. So it won't be a, a pushover. And then we've got T20s where sort of, well, there's some one-dayers thrown in against New Zealand in Cairns too. And then T20s, India, a three over there. Then the West Indies are coming out here in October. So you, you'll start to see a lot of teams in Australia getting ready for that World T20 in mid no, mid-October to mid-November. Now you, feel, you talk about that Future Tours program, India feature prominently yeah. in that with Australia. Like, we're going to five test series. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he didn't mention that. He was dead set. Just considering till the end of this summer, wasn't he? Mm. I wanted him to sort of say, "Well, there's there's three tours of India and there's two great series against England to to look forward to." He hadn't even put that in the in the brain yet. What's your take on him? I mean, all you read about him, he's 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 optimistic. 
He's he loves his video analysis. He's a Does good he? people manager. They're the three things I took out of a few articles that I read about him yesterday. Okay, well the people management is big. You, you, when he talked about defending this World T Twenty, you see how many things they must consider, the conditions, so that you put uh, matchups against your opposition. Um, this bowler is in the team for this batsman. Now, if that batsman's not in the team, we need to change our selection. Mm. So getting all that right, but but giving a lot of power over to your your uh, coaching staff. So that's the people managing side of things, not even the players yet. Um, so, yeah, there, there's uh, yeah, ca- very calm and good experience in these short-form games because he's done a lot of coaching, state level, IPL yeah. level, and now the Australian level. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's one of the few that uh, like coached and played in a Shield team and they won the Shield, I think, with Victoria. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.